This is That Comic Smell Podcast, featuring your hosts, David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Giuseppe Lambertino, Mike Sadaka, and Tom Stewart. podcast of this is going to be biscuit talk mm. <laughs> that biscuit smell <laughs> that, that biscuit that biscuit taste mm-hmm. mm. what's your favourite biscuit yeah. mm. good question what is you your favourite I've never I've never thought about it so I better start thinking about it now there's one for education, though. That's true. There is a favorite one from Duncan. Mm-hmm. In coffee, in tea, mm-hmm. in milk. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the flavor. Uh, hobnobs. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Mm-hmm. Good, uh, even the digestives as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your old stand, your old mm-hmm. favourites. Yeah, yeah, the old standard. Yeah, uh, Kit Kats, I like Kit Kats, yeah. That's more of chocolate sort of thing. Alright, one that. Yeah, so caramel, coconut. Fasnak. Biscuits. Uh-huh. A traditional biscuit that the, it was in the Australia, in Australia and New Zealand. Um, ex-forces from the Second World War, they used to make it to collect money. Mm. And they still make it, but you can only see a very, it's a very very crunchy mm. sort of oat oaty biscuit, but with coconut mm. and caramel in it. Mm. Sounds good. So for Duncan, it's great. Mm. Really good for that. That's a, a very peculiar one. That one. <laughs> it's very hard to get. I think the last time I saw it was in a Morrison's supermarket. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, isn't a Ansac biscuit? Oh, Ansac, it? sorry, Ansac. There we go. Ansac biscuit, that's that, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Oh, Military cool. biscuit, yeah, yeah, it is indeed. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so um, mm. yeah, so what <clears throat> What ones did you speak about again, Nando? Um, well, I read Ghosts, yes. etc. I read A Quiet Disaster. I read Artificial Flowers, 
and also the end of the summer and I love this part. Uh, so it's kind of a mix, a mix of things there. There is indeed. You want to start with Ghosts? Yeah, go for it. And etc. By Ghosts George Wilesall. Um, so you have three um, stories of three comics compiling this book. Um, and the art and the style varies. Uh, and, I, and I think, well, from my point of view, I think the, the two uh, that will have the second and the third story in the book, to me, it looks like they are earlier comics from him. As as you can see, some of the elements used in these comics in the main story in mm. Ghosts. It's like he's been trying to kind of hone his craft a bit. Um, I think so, yeah. I mean, I really don't know the, the background information. Anything. I just really know, I'm looking at it and reading all that, and I think, well, it looks like to me that there's elements from each of these stories that they are mixed and done in this particular one, in the Ghost one. Mm. It's a different approach to a, a comic. It's not so much of there's no bubble speech. There's uh, it's a diagram style art and also the page design as well. It's very much like signs and, and diagrams. Yeah. It does look like the airplane diagrams. Yeah, like the, the colors, emergency things. Uh, they are used. There's a big contrast with yellows and and reds on it. So there's you have this contrast of different colors for certain elements. Um, it's a first person perspective or point of view. So it makes it even more uh, eerie. Because mm. the story itself is a little bit eerie. Um, at times kind of uncomfortable even. Yeah. A little bit creepy. So it certainly he achieves, George Wiles achieves that very well with this style, which when you actually you say that and you write that down, you think, well, really, can you actually accomplish a sort of creepy story just with diagram style comic? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's doing it. So I think it helps that it's like the 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 well kind of ghost in question is like a weird like skin tone sheet as well so you just got that kind of peering in the corner and stuff like that it just kind yeah. of gives that 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 makes it a wee bit more yeah the perspective the the the, yeah. the the no speech bubble so you get just the image of the panel mm -hmm. and then there'll be some text above or below yeah. the panel but the actual panel yeah very very uniform lines so and there's a lot of image induced sort of Fear, eeriness, yeah. um, atmosphere. So yeah, it's a, an interesting approach to that. To be honest, it's yeah. Not necessarily my style. I would go for, but yeah, I can I can see what he was trying to accomplish there. Well, at least in my opinion, anyway. Mm. That's certainly what I understand and what I'm getting from it. That's a nice page. Mm. I like that. Just that one panel of like the walls mm -hmm. intersecting. I don't know why. It's not. It's not particularly. Anything special, but no. it's, it's nice. It's nice. And as you go through the pages as well, you have this sort of sensation you are walking through mm. this building. I never, no never noticed that one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, interesting from the point of view of the atmosphere, the, the, the eeriness. 
that's very well achieved, I think. So it's an interesting approach. The other two stories, one of them, especially the one at the back, again, is using quite a lot of the diagram style. Um, the one that's kind of in yellow pages. Yeah, um, all the, it's very much like signage. Very much signage, diagram, and it's just two colors, the red and the yellow, essentially. Um, so that's why I'm thinking that perhaps that's an older um, story. Mm. I don't know. They're all kind of split up with those <clears throat> realistic photograph pages as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. Which is, could be, that's just kind of the the thing that's kind of tying them all together in a way, as you've still got the realistic points in between, so it's kind of yeah. still keeping it together. It's not making them so separate, you know what I mean? As opposed to just putting like a title page on every one. They've actually he's put something that kind of tan tangentially whatever. <laughs> tangentially ties them together. Yeah, that was that one. Mm-hmm. Some interesting images. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a, <laughs> very <laughs> different and interesting images. Yeah. In whichever way you want to It's nice though, it's nice it's, I think it's nicely put together as well. It's kinda He's not giving you any sort of illusion, illusion of anything else from the cover or anything. No, well, I so. mean, the cover reflects exactly what certainly the main story is about. Sorry. I mean, ghosts. Barney! Sorry. So certainly ghosts, I mean, that the cover reflects exactly what it's about. And, it is, and even the design of the cover, mm. you're not going to be, you know... Take you know, you're not getting misled in any way or manner. It's exactly, you know, the, the style that yeah. is following there. So certainly that's good. Nice format as well. And yeah, that's good. That's good. So the other one I read was A Quiet Disaster by Alex Potts, mm. which I think, Dave, you've read that as well. And yeah. Yeah, I read that um, as well. Yeah. And the first thing I tried was the art, uh, in this case, very different from Costas, etc. But uh, the story itself of this character, um, which is not likable, mm -hmm. um, and well, it, it basically it tells you his story of this day and these sort of options or incidents that is driving the story forward. As a see, well, I just go with the flow and see what happens. Mm -hmm. So, oh, green light, I'm gonna cross the road. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily with. Uh, an objective or a final goal in mind, but as it goes along. But as you're going through this sort of journey, uh, you also get flashbacks that gives you more information about perhaps why he's in this manner, why he's in this way, um, slightly negative at times, mm -hmm. can get grumpy very quickly and annoyed very quickly, um, and other times quite manic. So it's yeah, that was a interesting way. So he go, and you kind of go once you read the whole thing, you kind of go well. So he's not likable. He has a drinking problem uh, that leads to more problems. He's missing his girlfriend, his friends, his dog. So it leads him to drink more and, yeah. and sort of is like a vicious circle from that point of view. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's not, uh, and that's a point you were making, Dave, about it's not like a big, big thing, it's just normal little things. Yeah, they... yeah it's not a big plot-driven thing. 
It's just more of his day as he drags himself through it. Yeah. Little moments and Yeah, I liked it. It was yeah, it was my favourite one of what we read. And I like the odd touches, the, the dog with the glasses on that you keep seeing. <laughs> mm. And he's like, that dog's wearing glasses. No, no, that can't be right. No, he thinks about it. No. And he sees it again. That is wearing glasses. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then he tells other people, doesn't he? The dog yeah. is wearing glasses. And they're all laughing at him and things. I, I honestly feel like that the red is an indication of something else going on. Mm-hmm. Like it's triggering like a memory or something. Yeah, because yeah. it's, yeah. it's it, it doesn't, there's no, <clears throat> there's no... Blo- like big block colours throughout the whole thing except from when there's a red wall or a red chair or a red mm-hmm. shirt or something like that yeah or a red post box whereas everything else is very much he's got a good he's got a very nice colour palette it's very mm-hmm. sort of um pastely sort yeah. of beigey colours and whatnot and the, the blue's nice and that but the red is striking like the real estate agent sign yes it's very block and the bus. Very, you know, there's there's no mm-hmm. there's no gradients in it at all. It is just solid red, and that's it. So I feel like there might there might be something <clears throat> in that because it always seems to be in and around when he's thinking about that girl, or he's he's thinking about something in general, or having some sort of crisis of some sort. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because it's red. His house has one of the walls in red. The bus is red. Mm-hmm. The station sign is in red. It's, the girlfriend is wearing red dress. Red dress, yeah. The he's, guy that he knows from the pub who wearing a red shirt. It's very red as well. It's not like it's and it's kind of like a maroon or something. It's actually like bright red. There might be an emotional connect connection. I'm sure it's with the color and these elements and then Yeah, like that, that thing in his house as well. It seems to only be one wall. It's one wall, yeah, it's one wall in red. The rest of it's all magnolia or blue eggshell or whatever or green and He's just got that one bright red wall yeah. and a red sofa. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. This just kind of felt like it was tied to something. But a really um, nice art. Yeah, it's, oh, it's beautiful art. I just, I, it wasn't... Where, where you said, Dave, like it's the stuff of life and it's just... Mm-hmm. It, it does just kind of belong. That just didn't really work for me. I felt no. like the... the well, mm. I don't know, because I've, I've, I've read stuff like that before where that does that does really work for me. Yeah. Um, you know, like, say, um, American Elf or... Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. American Splendor or something like that. Just stuff that's, stuff that's very, you know, they're just benign stories but they're interesting whereas this didn't really manage I don't think it managed to do it for me anyway seem to do it for seem to do it for yourself yeah is it because he's not very likeable in the story maybe but then yeah. uh, Harvey Pekar isn't exactly very yeah, likeable yeah, in American so Splendor like either not necessarily that he's kind of got petty concerns and things but then Harvey Pekar does that as well yeah yeah, yeah I don't know I just liked it. I found it very readable. I went through it and enjoyed it. Oh, it was a bit, I could keep going, like, I could yeah. keep reading it, but I felt like there needed to be something more, and it mm. just didn't kind of... Well, was, I did, personally. Yeah, yeah. Again, the title of the book is not misleading. Quiet Disaster. No. It's a disaster, but it's a quiet one. Yeah. 
because it's kind of see it's I no it's no it's no murdering anyone it's no killing anyone it's no doing anything no, there's bad, nothing over the know? top or anything it's just having a rant mm-hmm. to himself he gets lost he gets annoyed about it goes to the pub he drinks one too many yeah yeah you know but you know it's nothing like he's doing a crime yeah so yeah, it's a disaster of life, as you can see, it's kind of, yes, a wee bit, you know, he's kind of in this sort of vicious circle that it can break from, although it's, we're just in one day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's kind of, so yeah. It's even quite grand and over the top, is it, to call it any kind of disaster. It's just yeah. nothing. A quiet, you know, I mean, that, to <clears> me, that smacks of the but then again, self-obsessed. But then they they have the... You know, you quiet and disaster. Can that really go together? Yeah, yeah. Also, there's a wee bit of disaster. Yeah, it's a quiet disaster. Okay. But he he says that, doesn't he? So it was like a quiet disaster. That's was, right. Yeah. Is that when he's speaking about the day? Yeah. At the end. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. So. So it was just <clears> like a quiet disaster. A disaster, yeah, but not really a disaster. Something like that. So we had yeah. a bad day. Um, which. Yeah, overall, nothing has worked out the way perhaps he wanted to work out. But yeah. I think it's good storytelling. <clears throat> yeah, that's I for sure. I think it's really good storytelling to, to take these little elements, a few ideas, and then make you want to read it. Yeah. I think the thing with the dog with the glasses was well done. Mm-hmm. And then with that leading up to kind of the finale bit where he sees the guy in the, in the pub and says, oh, I know him, who's he? And he goes, oh, he's the guy with the dog. And, and then he's excited and goes over, hey, you! And, the guy, and of course the guy's looking at him like, what do you want, you know? I think there's something in that as well. You notice when he recognises him, mm. he's got facial hair and his face is slightly different. Ah. Just slightly. Ah. Nothing, you know, it's just kind of more squared off and everything right. and but bigger features about it. So he looks like the guy. Hair. He kind of looks like the guy, yeah. And then the next page over, he's clean shaven. And he's got a bit more kind of rounded features about him. It's maybe like he's seeing him mm. in that way. You know, he's like, I know that guy because he's forcing himself. Like, And like he says, he's yeah, like, yeah. that was that guy. That was that guy. I'm going to talk to him. Was yeah. it that guy? Yeah. Do you know I mean, he just looks a wee bit different by that point. No facial hair. Just that he's kind of drawn a wee bit more effortlessly. It's good to be the guy's like, no, that's not me. I wasn't there. I've not even got a dog. You know, calm down, you know. Yeah. So you're left thinking, well, is it? I don't know. Yep. Probably not. And the, the, the guy's just the total. He's a loser. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, he achieves so, so nothing. So that day, he's a loser, yeah. It's not really, anything. yeah. Yeah. Uh, the character but, is. But as you were saying, it's good to storytelling because they, Alex Potter so is making you yeah. to read. At one time or another, we've. He's making you to read. Yeah. One day in the life of a loser. Yeah. And you read it all. Yeah, quite disaster. I enjoy it, so there you are. Yeah, I think Alex Potts is good. I don't get the dog bit at the end, though. Is that him just dreaming about his old dog? Yeah. Well, it's the dog with the glasses, though. Oh, oh, right. Ah, that makes sense. So he's kind of dreaming or something, is he? Ah. Okay. I wasn't even quite sure where the, the, you know, he meets that woman and she's got the red on, as you say. Yeah. He's thinking about that on the bus, eh? Yeah, he's like because he kind of goes back and like a ex girlfriend. But then he's still talking about the dog wearing glasses in that. He's probably it's kind of a daydream mixing up with his reality. Yeah, but that didn't really that didn't really go anywhere either. No, 
Which I get that. That's, you know, it's, it's maybe just a fleeting it? thought, and that's what he's writing it down as. Do you know I what? remember sitting reading this thinking, you know, he just does nothing all day, and, and, he, and the character is painted like this. So, of course, you always sit and think how much of this is like the the guy, the creator, you know? Yeah. But then you think, well, no, the creator sat and made this comic and wrote it and drew it and coloured it all in nice and everything. And so he's he's obviously not at that stage now when no. he was doing this. <clears throat> but then yeah, you can identify with some of the moments Yeah, that's right. Yeah, on that day as yeah, a reader. Losing days just to nothing. It's just Because at some point in life you've done it. Yeah, absolutely. So it's... Yeah, good. I like that. I would, not I would, necessarily all in one day. I don't necessarily exactly the same things, but you've done. I would read more Alex Potts. I've, I've already read some of the Lost Shoe comics. They were good. You mentioned that the other day, yeah. Yeah, they were. I I actually went. This is just by the by, but I bought Lost Shoe comics one. Okay. Years ago, and then I went along to a twenty-four hour comic thing that was going on. I wasn't taking part in it, I just wanted to go along and see. And uh, he was there, Alex Potts was there. Mm. And uh, and he said, oh, these are my, I was just chatting to him, and he said, oh, these are my comics. And I said, oh, I've just bought your comic. You know, he took that out. I said, yeah, I just bought it in uh, Forbidden Planet, it was. So I do, I do like his stuff. Yeah. And this one's 2014, so he's, <clears throat> he's no doubt done other things since then. See, the more you speak about it, the more I kind of get more interested in it. Mm. I think like I think you. <laughs> then you read it again. Yeah, it's like I used to speak to my sister about Doctor Who and tell her all about it and say, oh yeah, and the statues, you know, and you close your eyes and you open them and they're closer again. She'd be like, oh, well, yeah, that you made that so good, and then she'd sit and try and watch it and just goes, it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. Quite a disaster. Okay. Mm -hmm. The next one, uh, Artificial Flowers. Yes. By Rachel Smith. I found that was really funny. Lots of humour in it. Um, I enjoyed that very, very much. Um, the art, sort of manga influence. Um, it reminds me of um, O'Malley's are Brian O'Malley. Yeah, very sculptural from looking. Yeah, yeah, kind of a sculptural style sort mm -hmm. of art. Very enjoyable. Um, except, except better. But the script <laughs> itself and the, the story and how the characters interact and it's fantastic. And the conversations, they're very natural dialogues. Uh, very natural as well. Mm. I, I like that really, really, very, very much. Um, it's about family dynamics and also with her professional career, mm -hmm. the main character, and then love life and and yes, it's about life and it's yeah, very very enjoyable book, very enjoyable story. I truly recommend that one. She being the the the, old, the eldest daughter of the family and this wee brother comes to live with her because. Parents have had enough yeah. of him. They can't sort of. They can't take care of him because yeah. we're going on a cruise or something like that on holidays. They're, uh, they're, then, they're paying her inheritance. And then she's inheriting, oh, now I have to take care of my wee brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the same time, I'm trying to have a career in art. And it transpired that the wee brother is a pyromaniac. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, he, 
And well, the story, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but uh, there is there is constantly little bits of information that yeah. is just... Uh, it takes some interesting turns and there's very emotional beats in it as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Have you read that one? I think you should follow us. No, I have, a, I have a look through it. I liked what I saw. I think it's I do good. want, I do want to read it. I liked the, the immediate thing that grabbed me was the telephone call with a dad. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of yeah. the ones you bought. What was he saying? He said, hi dad, and dad's like, he immediately pulls her up for something. Yeah. Are you still in bed? No, no, I'm making the bed. Let me see, we're making the bed. Are you still in bed? That was it, yeah. <laughs> this is heavy, this is heavy. I thought that's good, yeah. Just making the bed from inside, like a yeah. <laughs> and, and Lando makes their bed. Like, that's good, yeah. <laughs> this man and the dad goes, Oh, never mind, listen, <laughs> you know, to the point. I need to talk to you, <laughs> yeah. So she, um, she does a really good job at getting the reader to know like what relationships what, not just by telling you like oh it's your brother or blah 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 but the way that she gets them to interact and everything as well you could take that out of it and you'd still understand who was who you could understand who the mom is who the dad is who who everybody is in this in this whole comic but there's also mm-hmm. the added factor she makes you feel a certain emotion about a character like any of them just by putting them on the page for one second. Mm-hmm. So if she wants you to not like somebody like with the mum later on when she's shouting at her, she gets her to in one panel cut her off mid sentence, put a big mad screaming face and you're just instantaneously like, I don't like her. You know, you're in that situation of that girl being like, Whoa, wait a minute, you know, straight away. And she puts it it's just done so well. She's got good perspective, good writing, um good like a really good sense of I don't know if she, I don't know if she may be um, was it Rachel Smith? Was it Rachel Smith? Rachel Smith. Smith. Um, the artist. Yeah. I uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if she does the colouring as well. I'm mm. assuming so. I'm assuming it's just a, a one one woman show. Um, but if so, she she t- does a really good job of picking out those colours as well. It just cements the whole thing. It's it's mm. amazing. Nobody else credited. I anyone else created for color so I would imagine mm-hmm. she's doing that as well. Rachel, it's a Rachel Smith joint. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, the one thing I'd say is the dialogue is uh, very, it felt very natural mm. and, That's good, yeah. and snappy so yeah. it keeps you entertained and at the same time she knows how to play with silent moments too. Yes. She knows where to put them in the and the right point of the story that That's helps yeah. the story to move forward. Um, That's a perfect example. It's a, mm-hmm. And it's just, and it's yeah. very visual, and you see the daggers, it's like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Sort of thing. But yeah, but that's just, there's no word said, it's all done with the expression of the character and obviously the, the imaginary daggers yeah. <laughs> going there. That's actually a pretty good page for that as yes, well. Yeah, that's another one, yeah. That's and when he's so just arrived ah. and it's like the awkward dinner mm-hmm. and it's just the one page, them sitting there. You could almost, in that in that page, hear... Mm-hmm. <laughs> just by looking at it. And then it's the sort of next thing of like, listen, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like she's just trying to break the ice. Yeah, like, yeah. 
I know you don't want to be here and I know you don't want me here, you know, straight away. And then it's when she says, oh, Chris, no, I... I think Stop. we, you know, it's great. She really knows how to work that dialogue and, yeah. and yeah, yeah, the panels. Yeah. She's really good at working the panels. That's what I found about it was that she's got a good sense of how panel structure works. Mm. Yeah, she really knows what size goes where, what what ones you should be putting with other ones, what ones should overlap I mean, everything. And certainly, uh, from that point of view, the panel structure. Um, it doesn't try something very spectacular because certain comic book artists that try to oh you're gonna do gonna split this panel too gonna put them like that and mm-hmm. gonna change it and then suddenly the whole page doesn't work yeah because they try too hard to do that thing whereas she keep it more simple yeah. but it's a lot more effective yeah good, definitely yeah. it helps a lot with the rhythm of the the story um, and no point it, 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 there's a lot of fluidity and. It works well with the dialogue as well. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really, really good comic. That's one. really, yeah. really yeah. impressive. Very, very impressive there. Yeah. And uh, and if she makes any more, I'm gonna Check read them. them and yeah. yeah, absolutely, because <coughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm interested. Is, is, it, very is, interested. It, is it finished and is it a complete story? It's a that complete story. story. story is finished, yeah. Yeah. She yeah, does yeah, actually like have other also. ones coming. Good. Um, in general. Um, I don't know if they're through. I don't know if they're through Avery Hill or not. Um, she's got a couple of them. She's put there. Comic comics creator of Flimsy the Kitten, mm-hmm. House Party, The Rabbit, Artificial Flowers, and Bess draws comics for Doctor Who. Yeah. So there you go. It's good when the title's ah, stuck. Ah, it's uh, just like a half a page or a page, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, one that. page. It's eleventh Doctor. Thing. Yeah. Who's the eleventh? No, David Tennant. He's Matt Smith. It's David Tennant. Tenth one. Is it the tenth? I think, I think that's what she draws. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I think so. Thirteen's just coming, isn't isn't she? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, that right. was yeah, artificial flowers by Rachel Smith. Rachel Smith. Yeah. Thoroughly recommended. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Very entertaining. A very well made comic. Mm-hmm. Very well made, and I look forward to see more. Do you know it's not even it's not a very good point I'm gonna make. It's just an observation. I really like the way our main character is very of now. You know, she's got that blue hair, the shaved bit of the head. It's it's so I know so many people that look like that now. So that's a nice wee snapshot of of the current time. Everything in it is very now. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, even plays with a lot of topics that are very sort of based in now yeah. it's a snapshot of this That's kind good. of era but in a good sense mm-hmm. not a shitty sense not like we're used to of like oh no, god this is awful it's, it's actually it's of its time in a good way not, yeah. a, not a negative way no so you can look back on it fondly as opposed to sitting going yeah. <laughs> smack <laughs> it's, it's really good really good another winner yeah really really good I've said it once. <clears throat> I'll say it again. There's some uh, a good um, trend in this uh, Avery Hill stuff is that none of it's shite. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that may not even I wouldn't I wouldn't say that any that we've not looked favourably on, but any that we've maybe not been as into, maybe like Quiet Disaster that myself mm-hmm. and uh, wasn't really into. It's still good. Like it still yeah. looks good. It still serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not. 
it's not disposable. It's still something I would say that is, is still interesting. It's, a, it's something like a selection of comics and authors, and they are very different. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, we've just talked about three or four of them, but we're going from wild, so very diagram sort of mm-hmm. a style, a structure to now to Rachel Smith in the sort of Brian Lee O'Malley, Scott Pilgrim style mangas influence. Uh, or we're talking about Alex Potts, something completely different again yep. to the other two, and and so on and so forth. I mean, there there is certainly a a, a good mix of different artists mm-hmm. going on there, and um, yeah, so I mean, you might like them more or less, but what it certainly I think is that's for sure that they are all very well made comics mm-hmm. and. There is an effort uh, to try to produce something that is is a good comic, a good graphic novel. Yeah. They're good individual voices. You know? Yes. Yes. They're Absolutely. coming from people. Very, like yeah, very different styles. Very yeah. different styles. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They're not just making cans of beans, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. No, they're not. They're making <laughs> making sauce. personal statements. <laughs> cans of beans. <laughs> Well, you know, it's not just like a product. No, I know, I know, I knew it went. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's just a good way of putting it. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. And to me, the next one, um, she has been, from the comics I've read, some, I mean, that's amazing stuff that she's doing. Tilly Walden, um, and I've read The End of the Summer, and also I've read I Love This Part. Mm. And both of them, I found them, very very good graphic novels and, and very different stories, very different styles as well. Um, I'll start with the end of the summer, which we have there. Uh, certainly a graphic novel is a longer story there. Um, the art, which is the first thing that it came to me from the cover and also inside the pages, it, uh, it reminded me of. Uh, Charles Vess, mm-hmm. P. Craig Russell, sort of fine line art. Um, a little bit of June Brinkman and the faces and the characters, perhaps because they are kids, the main characters, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Yeah. But there is something there, uh, very much on the art. Beautiful art, lots of details in the background. She certainly likes to do architecture. Mm. And if she doesn't like to do architecture, she's extremely good at doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you that. Exactly. Um, the story itself is about a family trying to survive uh, this isolation uh, caused by a winter of a three year long winter. It's a game of this, Yeah, yeah. And this family is allegedly a royal family. Mm hmm. Yeah, they definitely call them king and uh, queen and whatnot. Yes, so. exactly. Uh, the main two characters are the twins, Lars and Maja, um, which they seem to have this inexplicable connection that mm. only a twin really knows yeah. what it is and how it feels. Um, whereas everyone else is suffering what I will, well, I say a double isolation, the isolation from the outside world, but also they, they isolate themselves mm. um, um, and separate themselves from the family. Um, many of them are becoming ill, they're becoming mad. Um, so yeah, a very 
to be honest, that was the first book graphic novel that Tilly Wallen has made, and I believe it is. A very, very um, complicated story to pull. Mm-hmm. And for, a, with, for a first time, for definitely. For a first time, with many different le- layers. Uh, not it's not a linear story either. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Um, Good for amazing. Well, it's um, it's astonishing to me. And for it a does, first book, for yeah. a first book to do that and try to accomplish that and accomplishing that, uh, is, is yeah, it's really really good. And it's a book that invites you to really you can read it again mm-hmm. and again and you pick up more details and you see more of the story as you're going along. Or can you read it in different yeah. ways? So yeah. I really recommend that one because it's amazing stuff and it's, I can't wait to, to read more from Tilly Walden because if this was her first graphic novel, I mean... There's a trend here. She's got another one coming as well. Well, she, she's great. making She's making an autobiographical one called Spinning. But yeah, she's got that coming out. It looks fantastic. It looks great. It's the same calibre of, of, yeah. of art and everything it's in, in storytelling well, by looks things. Yeah, well, Ebony Hill has done very well to have Tilly Walden doing uh, two titles, the end of the summer, and also I love this part, mm-hmm. and also having Rachel Smith uh, doing artificial flowers. I mean, these two artists I'm gonna follow. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yep, I'm I'm, uh, I'm with you on that as well. That that book for a for a first book, it's so ambitious. Very but, very very ambitious. But just pff, incredible, but, absolutely but incredible. But pulls it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it goes off. It yeah. goes and it is, and as I said before, it's a book that you can read again and again. You don't get tired of it. There's always details. There's always something else in the story. A twist. Mm-hmm. I read it two or three times because the first time I thought, okay, well that's interesting, but then I read it again. I thought, oh, now I start to see certain connections here between the characters. So there's yeah, there's there is a lot. I don't want to spoil it to anyone again, but I thoroughly recommend that one. Yeah. And the other one that I really, really liked uh, and I thought was very moving, uh, it was I Love This Part. Mm-hmm. Much shorter story, and this time she's working with a monochromatic single panel page. And essentially, it's a love story, perhaps first love, of two young girls. And the, the the engine of the story is the well their main hobby, They're listening to music, sharing songs, music videos, watching them together, you know, text messaging, all in that sort of idea. And the each page is a moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's good. Yeah. It's a moment. Um, Another great display of architecture <clears throat> as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. But not only that, she also works very well with the, the previous page that you saw. She works very well with the silhouettes mm-hmm. yeah. and with the negative spaces and the claroscuro as well. So there's all the elements there added, um, which I thought, yeah, this is amazing to, to pull this like that. It's really good. It's, it's moving. It, as you're reading the story, to me personally, it really gave me the sensation of the pain and the sadness and that sort of romantic mm-hmm. uh, feeling uh, of that first love. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, 
but the music is helping mm. us uh, to move out to move on and to move along the story and move forward without forgetting without forgetting what that first love is and yeah. what meant. And um, very relatable um yeah. And the last I like the note the, the little detail of the last six pages. It's a single note in each six. It's a moment and a note, a musical note. Mm-hmm. Right, which okay. Is the theme. Ooh. Very moving, very emotional. I was gonna say that seems actually, like an emotional one. To accomplish that, it's not a short story because it's it's not very long. No, it's a very short story. Sixty-eight it's pages, in all in all. And it it's just really one panel. Yeah. And it's just one panel each for page. Each panel, yeah. That's it. And oh. you think, is this how is this gonna work? And it's just these moments, these bits of the story of the. Uh, I wonder if it's long. inspired by Richard Linklater. It was reminding me there. You know the end of Before Sunset. Mm-hmm. When the story's finished and it's gone, at the end, it, you, it, it has goes, snapshots at all the different places, places the they were at. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It's a little bit like that. Possibly. Looks really Could good. Be. So, um, um, that I enjoyed as much, or even more, yeah. than uh, the mm. end of the summer. And they are completely different stories. Yeah. Completely different um, type of comics as well, in, in, in size and in, in what the story is itself. This is more lineal, more it's handy. Slightly different art style as well. Yeah. Even though it's the same person, it's just slightly different. Mm-hmm. So, very well accomplished as well. Um, I like how they're like giants in amongst other places as well. Yeah, like across that's all the right. buildings and, you know, the, the, the kind of that mm-hmm. chasm's dwarfed by them and yeah, that's they're great. sitting on the houses and it's great. Yeah, that's really good as well. Giving you more of a feel of where they are mm-hmm. as opposed to having them being like tiny little things, you know. She's bloody so, yeah, it's, it's good to do a good uh, love story. Yeah, I found that really moving, a good thing too. To be honest, I was reading it and I was getting, yeah. oh my god, this is. That's great. Uh, it? it was giving that feeling, and mm. I thought, well, if you can give that feeling about two girls, two mm. young girls, I like am the first love, and I, yeah. I'm a 43 year old male adult, <laughs> and I'm reading this yeah. coming ago, then you're, you're she's not, accomplishing yeah. something yeah. amazing. Through a comic, oh, that's yeah. Right. so yeah. I, mean, that's, I, don't, I don't need to say anything else. That's to me, good, that yeah. is just high recommendation. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. So to me, yeah, um, Tilly Walden and Richard Smith, fantastic artists. Yeah. Uh, and also Alex Bot, not to you know, I, again really good. But Tilly Walden and Richard Smith, from all the stuff I've been reading from Every Hill, these two to yeah. me are in the top. That's mm-hmm. that's my two favorite ones. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah, follow that them. Yeah, looks really excellent. Yeah, I recommend that's that. Amazing. See what you think about Love this. Part. But you see what you're meaning with the the minisense, a kind of P. K. Russell, Charles V. sort of mm-hmm. style on it. I don't know. I know. I know it's just that because there's other sort of techniques used there in the in the art, but there is something in it. You know, the, it's kind of not plot again it's it's an idea it's a feeling yeah. it's and then it's it's just a moment the biggest story is this one that's that one yeah. that's the biggest story very elaborated which is a lot uh, of that one it's a much smaller story but there's more i don't know there's more yeah. emotion i've i yeah. felt anyway the end yeah the end of summer Every page, it's all different panels. There's something interesting in each panel, and, and that's really, what I was saying to Tom. And then he says, went away from that altogether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with that. And I and I was saying to Tom that he invites you to read it again. Mm-hmm. 
It's, it's a book that you can come back and read it. Yeah. It's never gonna bore you. There's always gonna be more details, another way to read the story. Yeah. Yeah. Connections within the character. Oh, I never noticed that that is connected to the beginning of the story. Oh, you know, there's... Yeah, that's something, that's, that's a story that makes you want to go back and read it exactly. again. It doesn't force you to. Right? No, it no, makes no. you want to uh, go yeah, back yeah, and read exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. It tells the story from start to finish, and you know that's it, and it it does its job. But if you go back, you will find something kind of thing, and, and you enjoy it. Yeah, and you and feel you yourself it. doing yeah. it. Oh yeah, that's. Do you know what I liked about that was the three act structure was actually split up by massive pages of one, two, and three, the big numbers. The, I think that's fantastic. The three acts. I always like when people yeah. do that. Like when they when they definitively oh. break up the story, okay, like that. I, like I really that, yeah. I really like that. I'm interested in the way this end of summer is pretty much. I think it's operating on like a twelve panel grid for every page. So this one happens to have twelve, and then they're but they're just not. And then there, they're, they're. I mean, they're playing around with it, but it's always got that in mind. The it's like three panels, four done, and then they keep. So it changes at every page, but it's always working on that. Yeah, on that on that of, scale. Anyway. That's like American ones are usually like six, is it? British ones yes. you get more, maybe nine. Dark Knight was funny. That Frank Miller Dark Knight. That was like seven. That was loads. That was like had like a sixteen panel grid. Yeah. He used that because there was loads and loads of wee panels all over it. Is it with the TV programs, the TV channels, yes. all the reviews from different news? Yeah. Which they, that, know, yeah. they know that artists have tried to use that element because he influenced that. You know that death rattle that I had yeah. when it's just that it's the, there's no dialogue. It's yeah. the really DTH, bright colours. Yeah, DTH RTL. Bob Turner picked up picked them up like the wee uh, small press one from the Glasgow Con. It was really bright colours. I can't remember, but anyway, um, he's got pages like that where it's it's a double page spread, but it's just tons of little squares all over it. I think all in all, there's like thirty four panels or something like that on mm. either page. Yeah. But he's just put a little bit in each one that makes up to one massive picture. Which was really cool. Yeah. Which is really cool. It's just it's just an interesting kind of change because this one is so interesting on every page with, with all these panels yes. and then this one one it's panel one page so it's been a deliberate choice to yeah, do absolutely. something different but that works good. Yeah, that, that works really when you read it when you read it that works yeah. you know yeah. yes because these are moments and these moments are that's, yeah it's work. really nice it's, it's a she remember feeling yeah but she remember and that's they're attached to emotion they're attached to the music they're attached to life they're attached to the loss because it's, so it's and it's just that moment yeah it's because it's very much like love in itself it can be ground down to just singular moments and yeah. that's what she's getting at is that that's everything's right. very well, singular and, and she certainly transmits that in that comic book mm-hmm. very very well i think there's something about one panel i've been thinking this for a few years now one panel a page i think people can read it more easily like people that aren't Necessarily really interested in comics, mm-hmm. yeah, because they can just pick up one, see the one thing, get it, get it. It's one picture, yeah. You know, yeah. they know how to look at one picture, and then there's some writing on it. Okay, they read that. Oh, ha! Huh. And then you turn the page, and there's another one, and then you've already started reading, yeah. yeah. And there's another one there, another one, bang. Whereas like twelve panels on a page, it's a bit more. Oh, I don't even want to get started with it, yeah. you know, because it's too. I mean, obviously, we don't feel this because we no. just read. No. But it's something I've thought about 
It's because people can... Call me it's for, people... for James Kachanka, he's got a book as well, uh, Quit Your Job. And that's all one so panel. You show me some of the Kachanka stuff. That's the one that and I observed. Just one page, and people will sit and start reading. The wee books in my house. Just, yeah. They'll read it all. Right. And they've mm-hmm. never read any other comic, but they'll read that. <laughs> so there's something there. There's something there, yeah. Mm. So, so yeah, that's those were my favourites. Yes. Sure, enjoy. Fairly recommend. And again, I have to thank Every Hill Publishing for sending these fantastic books to us. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's a few more. There's a few more certainly. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But I can't, I can't mm. stop thanking them enough for that. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's been great. Yeah. I'm gonna have to shoot. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, sorry. So I'll leave you finishing the rest of you. No worries. Yeah, so you read Something City. I read Something City. Ellis Weaver. Yeah, the, uh, you, you said it was really good. I really enjoyed it, yeah. Um, I think, it was, it was really good. It was well done. I think my points that I said I enjoyed it on were kind of like the opposite from what you didn't enjoy it on. But well, not that it wasn't that you didn't enjoy it, but hey Yeah, I did, I did enjoy it. There were certain things that were... It was a bit experimental with the even visual things like the speech balloons. They weren't just straightforward, regular, traditional speech balloons. Mm. They don't have the black outline, you know, no. and white inside. It's, 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 they're all tinted. There's no black outline on anything, really. It, yeah, it took, me, it took me a while to kind of... I didn't even see for a while... You know the the line going towards the yeah, person that's the talking. Actual speech. It took me like a page or so, line. and then I thought, "All oh, right, I have to look for the uh, for the little pointy bit." Mm. And uh, so once I kind of got that, so so it's like every every panel was a job figuring out who was saying, like not a big involved job, but yeah, you had to, it wasn't automatic because of what I'm used to with other speech. Yeah, so you had to get into the rhythm of that. And then they'd have bits that were, a panel would, would be like a load of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like attached to uh, another panel. Yeah, so, yeah, it seems like sometimes it was and then other times oh, it wasn't. Oh, okay. So you were, and then, and then that would be a different colour to the person that had been talking. So I was having to think again, like, is this the same person? Yeah. I think it is. If so, why is it a different colour? Oh well, never mind. Then moving on, and it was that kind of thing that was interrupting a wee bit. Just reading it. Yeah, it took you out of it. A little bit. Um, but again, it's experimentation, is it? And you've got to admire that. Mm-hmm. And it was actually funny. There was a lot of humour in it. And good characters. A lot of people with that were like sick of other people around them. Yeah. And fed up with how they were carrying on. Yeah, this woman in the. The nudist colony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she does. She, they were. It was just nonsense. She's not taking any other shit. Yeah, I, I just love how she's like doing everything, but she's thinking like, oh, shut your face. You yeah, know? yeah. They're like, open up your chakras and <laughs> and get into the moment. And she's like, oh bugger off! Like this is a lot. Of yeah, <laughs> which is great. Is it feel 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 all the all the positivity? Allow the bad. F- all the bad feelings I am feeling transcendent amongst all your energy blah blah, blah. and then at the very end yeah. I'm so done with this crap it's like a, it's like <laughs> a kind of rebirth thing 
uh, these things that people do when they're yes, yes, and their children again. Yep. So she goes through that whole thing. And she's just like, I'm done with this. I'm done with this crap. Yeah. <laughs> so it was good. And, you know, just by coincidence, I just watched the documentary last week about Mike Oldfield, Tubular Bell. Oh, right, yeah. And apparently he went through one of these, he went on one of these things and was rebirthed. Right. And it totally changed him. He came out of himself and for five years he was saying he was oh, he was learning at the five planes and he was he couldn't get enough things done. Whereas before he was like more introverted and worried about everything. Okay. So I'd just had been reading that mm. uh, or just saw that. Yeah. And he was she did it again. She did it again. <laughs> so that was good. I love that at the end as well. Like yeah. the journal is congratulations, you're now enlightened. No I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm <laughs> enough. Yeah. And I liked the way the stories intersected as it went on. Mm. Yeah, the example of the well the first one with the, the woman that was into the animal liberation and you know, she'd what was it? She'd let a dog go free. She'd let a dog go free and then yeah. it ran off and bit somebody. Yeah, bit the leg off. Yep. And then later on, so, uh, you know, quite a lot later on, actually, so that you'd kind of forgotten about that. There's, yep. there's then somebody sitting in with one leg and, you know, telling it like this, it's obvious. But as you read it, it was like another chapter. And then she was like, it was just by the by, they were talking. Yeah. Yep. And then you realised, oh, yeah, it's... Uh, and, and the woman in the first story had been getting harassing texts and messages and things. And then it was the friend of the woman yeah. that had lost her leg. And yeah. she was like so angry that this yeah. had been done. So she was the one sending the messages. Yeah. So it did kind of tie it together in a nice way. Yeah, all of them kind of intersected somehow. Whether, yeah. whether um, directly or indirectly in some way, shape or form. Because there was wee bits in between as well that was like the news stories and mm. newspaper clippings and stuff. But they all kind of intersected as well. You know? Yeah, that's right, yeah. That was good. You, yeah, you suddenly had two pages of like, yeah, news stories. It's an interesting looking book, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I like the shape. I like the yeah. format. Definitely. I think yeah, we've talked, we've said it before, but every 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 artist, cartoonist has got their own style and they're yep. very much doing their own thing. Yep. Which is good. And this guy was hilarious with these. The guy in prison that's wanting to protect himself, so he's grown a cactus. Yes. And you're reading it going, what? And then he finally does get attacked, or, and he's like, ah, oh, my cactus will stop you. And they just take it off him and, you know, damn it. it out. And he's like heartbroken. He's just so pathetic. Yeah. And, and every time I look at him, I'm just thinking Jeffrey Archer. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't, know what, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's because he kind of looks like Jeffrey Archer or what. But I just, that whole Jeffrey Archer thing kind of yeah. happened when I was younger. I didn't really know what was going on and just knew that this guy <coughs> had been put in prison for something. Yeah. And he always just looked so bloody pathetic to mm-hmm. me. So seeing this story, I thought instantaneously of him standing in prison going, back off guys, I've got my cacti. And yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's so far out, it's almost like, Unrealistic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally. I mean, his, his complete idea is, is he's got a character. Yeah. And they just dump it out on him and go, shut your bus. Yeah, yeah like, you, you back off, I'm armed and ready. And he's standing there with a plant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be about as effective hitting him in the face with a bunch of like 
chrysanthemums or something like that. Do you know, it was so odd that it was a bit, a little bit, yeah, it was so surreal that you thought, am I missing, you almost <laughs> thought, am I missing what he's planning to do here with yeah. his characters? And then he just, no, there was no master plan you'd missed, he just was an idiot with a characters, and they just took it off him and dumped it, and then he was like, really upset. But then it comes to, there's like a new story later on, and it's like the, yeah. the, um, the uprising of uh, prisoners using cactus. Oh, right, the, so the, the oh, okay. And uh, here, uh, something times, and your blah, 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 blah. Um, uh-huh. Inmates uh-huh. obtained weapons in the form of average household cactus. It's still not clear to the officials how such a mass <laughs> level of cacti found their way to the prison. <laughs> so yeah, great looking book, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Star Trek bit, I like that. It was a good story, yeah. really good, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. Odd, odd tone, eh? Odd tone's good. But this shape of book mm. seems to be quite... Um, seems to be a thing that I, I, I enjoy. It's usually what they use for comic strips. Mm-hmm. That's right, it's yeah. Like, so the Peanuts. Yeah, the long I, I remember, the Peter, I remember seeing Peter Bag's Bat Boy yes. in that shape. That's I'm right. really liking that. Mm-hmm. This one was notable with the... Was it the guy in his... Granda. Yes. This was this one got quite emotional. Where the young guy was um, they were trying to communicate but really there was a quite a gulf between them. But you think they did bring it together at the end, it was just that little discussion there. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at peace with it. Be happy yeah. for me. Yeah, and he, and he's like, Oh he's sad though. No. It's just that bit there. But it's hard. Yeah, no other dialogue. Yeah, and no. he's got his head in his hands, but it's hard. And he says, I know it is. And then that's it, you know. There's, there's a lot of emotion there. But there's a newspaper bit about him as well, later on. It kind of ties it up a wee I, bit. I never read this newspapers enough, obviously. An elderly man who sadly is suffering from terminal mm. illness is planning to join them, right, yeah. the team. He said playing the bird brains he has found... Mm-hmm. A new lease of life. There you go. There you go. See, so he's not gonna, he's not gonna end his life like he keeps saying. No, not yet. Anyway. Not yet. He's gonna, he's gonna, crack on with playing with the bird brains. There's yeah. just little bits. I like that. that there was other bits. Plays it up, yeah. 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 It's good. It's well worth the read. But at the end as well with the, oh, the, the show who everyone's relation, to everyone else's. Yeah. And that was the guy that was in mm-hmm. her story as well. Ah, okay. That's the boyfriend. Yeah, good. Yep. That, that was good. I don't think it grabbed me as much as it grabbed you, but I still like it. No, I still say it's one of the best of the best of the year that I've read so yeah. far. Yeah. Wow. That along with this <coughs> Untitled Apes Epic Adventure by uh, Stephen Tillotson. Yeah, I started reading this one. I've not finished it, but I've really enjoyed it so far. I like the characters. They're immediately very uh, likeable characters mm-hmm. as soon as they open their mouths, really. Yep. They're kind of intriguing. Yeah, the first bit is like. Big guy, uh, yeah, yeah. My Ooh. fags. Oh, me, me fags. fags. <laughs> and the wee butt shot there. That's good. Oh, me fags. Yeah, and then. Alright. Kind of, yeah, can you get that? Alright. And he does it, doesn't even really say anything. 
grown, and then it's like they're pals now. Yep. And that's kind of set that up. I still, I still read that as uh, in Giuseppe's voice. <laughs> I think we should go and find them, make sure they're okay. I don't think that's a very good idea. And then, you know, they just kind of go and... That's the end of the discussion. Eh? Yeah. And then they go and... It's because it started yeah. raining. It's just like, all right, okay, let's go. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't it? It's, it's interesting. And then the, this dog is... Uh, yeah, the, the rescuer, and he didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's... Grab my arm, yeah, hang on a second. What? No offence, but I'm not keen on dogs, am I? The cat... Well, we can't just, well, I suppose, and then go and they do it. <laughs> it's an interesting dynamic. That's yeah. what it is. That he's good making dynamics between the characters. It's weird as well because there's like that flood. Yeah. And you think you would recognise some of the places, but I don't think it's actually based on anything. I think he's just kind of put it's in generic like, sort of yeah. things. Yeah, which yeah, is great. It's good, yeah. It's great because then you're not tied to anything. You're not thinking like, oh, that's so-and-so, you know, that's a place. It's just, you know, houses, yeah. buildings, that's it, you know. None of that matters, because what matters is the characters. The characters, yeah. Um, which, that's a great that's a great way of um, getting you focused on them, is not putting any focus on anything else. Yeah, you're not thinking where they are or no. any of that. But at the same point, the backgrounds are really nice. Yeah. I like how they're drawn. This was an interesting technique with the, the writing being too big for the balloon it was in. It's kind of like it's just, you know, they're just chatting, idle chat. I thought, why are they doing that? It's interesting because I've tried doing that and what I was trying to do was have somebody talking but the other character had sort of stopped listening to them. I think that's what they're doing. And and I remember thinking, but does this bring attention to the dialogue in there or make it? Less noticeable. I think with this, it was like she just never shuts up. That's yeah. what I got from it. She yeah. just goes on and on. Yep. What she's saying is so long and big, it's just the speech bubbles can't hold it. Yep. And it was good. I, th- I thought that came across well. Mm-hmm. It worked. It really did work. Yeah. He kind of plays about with the panel dynamic as well, but mm-hmm. in, a, in a nice way. That's six panel. Six, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Really Except for that, yeah. yeah. Just, just doing what about. That's, oh, that's right, and then that, yeah. That page, the, the looking down mm. with, the, with the speech bubbles either side as well, they're not yeah, even like clever, straight, yeah. so you have to actually... That's clever. It's not big speech bubbles either, so you don't have to strain, you don't have to turn it. You can read them, you know what I mean? It's not like massive lines of dialogue or anything. These formal experiments are interesting, aren't they? Mm-hmm. With the... That's what I'm finding with a lot of these books. Yeah, they're, they're all up to things about yeah. formalities. There's a bit of experimenting going on. I can remember as a kid being like reading things like Star Trek comics, mm-hmm. and it would go to Scotty in the engineering room, and they'd be like, Scotty, whatever it was, you know, get fix the engine or something, and he'd be saying, yes, Captain, blah, blah, blah. But because the picture was him on his side, the speech balloon would also be on its side. Ah. And I can remember it, it kind of irked to me. I was like, oh, no! <laughs> You know, no, I, I guess I was used... To, I mean, they don't do that in, in, like, a regular novel, right? No. They don't, for any reason, ever break away from the one word after another yeah. all the way through, right to the end. So them doing that, yeah. it, it sort of went... They sometimes do. Oh, so if some you've got, if you've it, got yeah. like, a character singing a song or reading a bit of poetry or something, they'll uh-huh. sometimes do, like, a two-page spread that you've got to turn on its side right, yeah. to read all the script from top to bottom. Right, so or somebody's written a letter or something like yeah. that. Yeah, maybe I hadn't come across it 
at, at that point. That's very rare. Yeah. Very rare. You're right. No, nobody tends to mess about They don't with, play uh, with visuals so much no. in, a, in, a, in a novel. In a novel, no. No, they do it in they do comics. It in comics yeah. Yeah. But there's another example of a book that splits everything up. Yes. By like, this is the chapter. This was actually as far as I got. Okay, chapter one. So I'm going to read the rest though. Yeah. You should. Do you even have bones? Yeah, that was a good ending. It's funny. My, do you know what? I didn't know this. Right, maybe I read more. Some of my books of the year have been these Avery Hill ones. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's been so good. But he... he oh, this was that interesting, interesting with it, that, that crow? Yeah. And it's good just three panels with yeah. big massive white spaces, oh, but it's thing. letting you know like this thing's creepy. What I like is, we're, at this point even, as they're going along, they've been flooded... I mean, maybe I've missed it, but they don't really have any, they're not on any mission, are they? They're just surviving, aren't they? They're just going along. No. Or are they up to something? Yeah, he's going to go check to see that his family's okay. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, so they've said that, and that, well, that was when he said, we should do that. No, I don't think we should. Yeah. And then they had to anyway, yeah. yeah that's yeah. it, that's all it is though. Like, that's, yeah. That's it, that's all they're I doing. I like that feeling of moving through life, you know, even though they're, yeah, definitely have not read this. Right, okay. So, yeah, I got it as far as Beautiful. the storm. Beautiful yeah, it's, pages. It's though. really nice. I was actually thinking of, of the suitability of this for reading to the kids, you know? Mm. And I think... It swears a couple of times. Does it? Yeah. yeah. I like these adventurous, imaginative things for kids. What kind of swear word has it got? I think it's a fuck. Right, okay. I think. Go a wee bit later on when he's at the... I thought there was, but maybe not, actually. Any panel that you happen to look at and read the dialogue, it's it's usually good. Yeah. Like he's shot, I am so sick of birds. Yeah. You know? Out of context, any panel is good. That's good action. The crunching through the ceiling. Yep. Yeah, this is a nice book. I guess you might, if you felt like it, sit and think about things like Adventure Time or something. Maybe be not. Be in some kind of... Maybe he doesn't swear. I thought he did, but maybe maybe he doesn't actually swear. But then again, I don't want you reading it to the kids and then you suddenly get to a bit and you're like, oh, oh dear. Well, yeah, did be all right. It doesn't seem to be, though. I'm, I'm thinking it might be a contender. Yeah. I think it might be, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so good. I would put that in the positive. Bible yes. Now. That's, that was a good one. Top three for me. Uh, but that was, like I say, that was one that I started reading just that the, I was just going to read the first couple of pages. And then mm. I ended up absolutely battering through it from cover to cover. Yeah. And that was the same as something City. I only, I was only meant to mm. be reading the first few bits and then... Phew. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. And say what I will about Quiet Disaster, but I did the same with that as well. Because <laughs> it's... Yeah. They're easily re read, you know, they're great. They're really, really good. Yeah. yeah, interesting. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, slight tangent. <laughs> yeah, uh, the beginner's guide to being outside. Yeah, by Jill Hatcher. Enjoyed this little book. I fucking love that one. It was cute. Mhm. Mm I actually read it while I was uh, away on holiday. Beautiful lock tear. Oh, loch. <laughs> Loch. Loch. Um and the scenery actually reminded me a bit, especially the the, the last page. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. But the story is nice as well because it's current with the uh, 
you know, kid in back at car. With the earphones, yep. tech. Which is all laid out on that yeah. one page as well, which yeah. is quite cool. Not been able to engage, although this this mountain looks a bit like a volcano. volcano I mean. <laughs> In all fairness, a lot of inactive volcanoes around that bit. So. Yeah. Um, but it was good because the beginner's guide to being outside was a modern take of, you know... The family holiday. Family holiday with tech, but... Coming you know, I, I don't, yeah, I don't want to spoil it because it's easy to... Well, there's more to it than just the simple theme of a, a, a modern teenager getting away to the countryside. There's more going on than yeah. that, but I like how it, yeah, Jill does a great job of um, building the intensity with which it starts to take the girl. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what's her name? Um, what, what, do you remember what I name? Oh, I can't remember her name actually when I think about it. Um, Does it say her name? Maybe. maybe no. no, this is. Uh, no. Oh, well, the fella's uh, Brian. Megan? Megan. Oh, yeah. Megan. Yeah, Megan. Megan. So Megan slowly, slowly, I like it that Megan slowly becomes enchanted by. She kind of falls. Well, she doesn't fall away from. The trance-inducing modern tech. No, because she's still using she's it. Still to using it, look but... Up, but she's. It's like she's adapting it in a way that's actually useful and not just texting her pals. Yeah, but there's little things like this where, the little flutter of an insect going by, you see that that's begun to. Pique her interest. Pique her interest. You know, she couldn't have cared less when she went back at car, could yeah. she? Going there. But you know, she's picking up stones and throwing them. It's. She slowly gets. Well, she she. It's that that thing in it. Uh, grounding, grounding in nature, mm. and she, it comes through really well in this book. I like it. It's a gran gives her a book or something, isn't it? And it's got an app that comes with it. Yeah, it's got an app. So yeah. via the phone and stuff yeah. that she's got, then yeah. She looks up all the different animals. But definitely worth a read. It's cute good, story. Good um, splash pages and stuff. Yeah, cute well. art. I like that she actually... Flights of fantasy, which are really nice. Yeah, when she's having the dream. Yeah. The good, the good thing with that as well, she might be using the app, but it shows in a couple of shots that she's still reading the book as well, because the book's sitting open yeah. and stuff. But the thing is, these dreams are all... Yeah. Her, her, her mind has finally... Yeah. At rest. But he's able to soar and go because she's been in nature and it and yeah. that's kind of lit that flame. Okay, the the, the phone and the, the app were the kind of starting point, mm -hmm. but I think it's I like that. nature itself that yeah. Just the three panels. Big white page, three simple panels. Yeah. Looking at a seal. So yeah, it was a really Really nice book. Really fun. Really Thanks, fun. Thanks, Jill. Lovely story. Yeah, and Jill's Jill's a Jill Hatcher's a one to look out for. She, I think she's co-creator of um, is it Teen Girl? 
the comics collective, Team Girl Comics. Um, I'm pretty sure she was on one of the Treehouse podcasts, actually, speaking mm. about that. Um, but yeah. Great. Yeah. Why, is she from round there? Oh. Uh, Edinburgh or Glasgow or something, I think. Oh. Possibly. Oh. Maybe in the book, actually. Oh, so maybe the scenery was actually more closer to home than... Don't uh, talk. I don't think it actually says. But I do I do like Jill's stuff. I actually bought a couple of pin, pins from her at the uh, Glasgow Comic Con. Mm. And they're just little... The, pin, the two little pins of... Um, Birds, but they're like they're nice, like like these kind of ones that are from here. Story. Uh, yeah, kind of like those. Right. Um, I think it's from another thing that she did, but I just like the look of them. It was a wee mm. blue tit and a wee, well, looked like a little kind of sparrow or starling type thing. Cute. Yeah, really cool. So I've got one in my jacket, and one in my bag. Nice. <laughs> but in the same style, so it's really good. Um, mm. what ah the air, the untitled app. Uh, it was until I get the actual proper title. That, ah. That's it there. Untitled Un- Apes Epic, Epic, Epic Adventure by Stephen Tillotson. Yeah, uh, read the book of this, but now looking on the um, on the tablet. On the tablet. Just tap at the side. It will be oh, I. Yeah, I really enjoyed this book. It was a, it was an epic adventure. I gotta <laughs> say, although from the first few panels, I was like, "What's?" But then you know, <laughs> this purple thing comes out. Uh, it, actually, that bit just reminded me a bit of the start of a TV show called Monkey. I don't know if you know All Monkey. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monkey on. Magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Untitled Ape. Um, I'm like, this, so this cat comes in, and I'm like, oh, who's this? Because you thought he's, you you read it in my voice, yeah. didn't you? Whereas when I first read it, I read it like it were a Londoner. Yeah. Um. So it's funny how you kind of you projected it as a Yorkshire uh-huh. cat, and uh, I projected it as kind of like a, a Cockney. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh, me fags. Oh, me fags. Oi, mate, big fella, over here. <laughs> Why, mate? No offence, mate, but you look awful. That's the cat talking uh, to Untitled uh, Untitled Ape. Yep. So, yeah, they, um, they, they just begin a little adventure together, don't they? Yep. And um, I was thinking, where's this going? Where's it going and that? It takes but some It takes some twisted turns, yeah. yeah, unexpected. I mean, all of a sudden, bosh, there's a flood. flood. <laughs> out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And yet, and yet you don't... What I liked about it was stuff that happens in that book happens kind of just by chance or out of nowhere and just, you know, but you don't question it. Yeah. You don't go like... Oh, what the fuck? You know, you're not yeah. like well, what's what's that all about? It's actually really well done that you still kind of you still believe it. Yeah, yeah, it, you know it's great. Very well, it's very well designed. Really nice colours. Yeah, Br- brilliant line. Some work. lovely um, one one page um, panels as well. The thing that got me was uh, 
when they pick up that dog and it's like all the letters are coming out of the speech bowl. I mean, David were talking about that. Yeah. They're kind of going out of the speech bowl. It's like she's talking so much that they're not taking in everything oh, right. that she's yeah. saying. You know yeah. What I mean? They're just kind of listening to her talking in the background. It's weird. Yeah, this page reminded me of like... Italy or Spain. It actually kind of reminded the me shutters. of... Valerian. Valerian? When... Uh, Oh, I'm not saying the first that. that first book, right? The first book that we read, oh, the in, and they've got all the flooded yeah. city. So yeah, this weird adventure goes on, and then this page, yeah, this is a great page. Mm-hmm. This reminded me of. Uh, I noticed at the end that the 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 guy lives in Bradford, um, and this actually reminded me of Salt's Salt's Mill in Saltaire, seen from above. I don't know whether it was an inspiration or not for this page, but Quite possibly. it's this great page that, uh, seen from above, beautiful perspective, and two spe- two speech panels, and you got to turn the page one hundred and eighty degrees to read. No, yeah, to read. Ninety degrees. Uh, no, one hundred eighty. Yeah, ninety yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So yeah. you got to turn to read both, but it's really good, and now I've actually don't know which way round I was going on. Ah, no, it's the one going the wrong way around, eh? I was confused there. But that was a great page. And that's just, like, the start. That's, like, chapter one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some great characters in there. I was thinking today, knowing that I was going to be doing this, um, I don't know when he comes into it. But, yeah, that was quite random. The, um, the three panel pages... The, uh, the the ice cream van on top of hill. Oh, is it? Yeah, look. Just marooned <laughs> like a little ark. <laughs> a little ark with just cones and no animals. Yeah, that's another lovely beautiful. page. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and then this thing comes in. Now. Demon stuff. Like, what? Ah. what? What I love is all the, all the panels. Yeah, because it's like two, the other three, way around. Four, five, six, seven, eight. So, this 20. Is, yeah, but this is the only page that has humans in it. Yeah, because that's like... Yeah, don't, well, like, don't, yeah, yeah. 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 Nearly spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> but it gives an indication of uh, Untitled Ape. Oh, yeah, look at that for a page with Wave. Yep, it's like Perfect Storm. Beautiful. It's, it's just, it's a really nicely done bit. Yeah. Steve, uh, oh, there's a narwhal and all. That's how you say it, isn't it? A narwhal. Yeah, no, narwhal. And a yeti. Which, do you know what that is? What, a narwhal? That tusk. Do you know what that is? That thing that protrudes. Is it not? Um, it's spine keeping on growing. No? It's an elongated tooth. Is it? Yeah. Ah. There we go. There's one at McManus. Ah. But yeah, there's a narwhal to meet on the way, and then, oh, here we are, they nearly met, oh, I think my favourite guy, yeah, the Snow and Mountains, this the Yeti. Yeti. <laughs> Aye, Yeti. Aye, Yeti, uh, definitely. I like, the, I like the, the elephant, the mammoth. The mammoth, yeah. The Yeti's a, the Yeti's a bit of a joker, isn't he? Yeah. And I believe there's like his own, sto- Yeti's got his own book and story, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I think he's got his own, um, his own uh, I'd like to read couple, that. couple of strips. In book format, if there is in book format. We'd be able to get it from Stephen Tillotson. I don't know if that went to Avery Hill. But, um, yeah. But, it's great. He's just a joker. 
spoken to Stephen a couple of times on Twitter. So. Oh, actually, I tell a lie. Yeah, I make uh, I cor- correct an error from before. That page before wasn't the only page with humans, just so you know. This one's a, uh... There are others. Uh, but we feature not much, if we can consider ourselves human beings. <laughs> we don't feature much in this book, but it's definitely worth a read and it's a yep. laugh. And it's not in the way that it creeps me out either. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, look at that for that's a great shot as well. Side yep. up mountain. Some of the and some it looks of the, painted. Some of the Is it yeah, painted? um I think it may be computer. But I don't know actually, it might be painted. Computer painted, metal up painted. But they're uh, some of the single pages. Oh sorry. Some the of the, some of the single pages are fantastic. <laughs> The Yeti just having a laugh. Yep. Yeah. Chucking a snowball. Uh, chucking a snowball. I'll get you, mama. Then there's chapter four, brilliant. All chapter four's a great, uplifting kind of, with characters. This one's a bit more obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's, it, really, but it's, 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 it's great, it's, yeah. It's one of those ones, I, um, I went with the full intention of just reading a couple of pages to get the feel of what it was like. And before I knew it, I'd read it cover to cover. Yeah. Oh, that's a great shot when they're coming down the yeah. down the ladder. He's trying to hold on. He's like burning his hands. He's uh, he's made of tough stuff, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Untitled ape. Mind you, given his line of work, he'd have to be. Oh, that's great, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, look at that. He's like tunneling to go back. Fantastic. It's just, it's so good, so well done. It is, yeah. Fucking props, props to Stephen. Yeah. Even if he does come from Batman. I know. And if he don't, (laughs) what on earth is he doing in Bradford? Either his missus is from Bradford. Or fella, whatever. I don't know, I don't mean to offend anyone. <laughs> um, but about the author, he's a currently he, Stephen Tillerson is a comic creator currently living in Bradford, UK. Should have added a caveat by the time you read this, I might have done yeah, one. <laughs> there is a currently, right enough. So maybe um, he's currently there, but he was somewhere beforehand. But Untitled Apes, Epic Adventure, definitely worth a, definitely worth a read. Yeah. Yep. Definitely worth getting. Yep. Um, his I Yeti story the very same Yeti that appears in the book came runner up in the Observer Jonathan Kirk graphic short story prize in 2012 there you go good so yeah really another really good book um, they very hell stuff's been great enjoyed yeah they're, really they're the only two I've uh, managed to read yeah this is a nice old uh, it's actually a sangria jug. Yeah, it looks like that kind yeah. of. My missus uses it for flowers. If you get some sangria, you could. Uh... I'm a fan of orange, so I just don't like it. Oh, right. <laughs> I've orange juice in the orange jug. I thought about um, in the summer doing a bit of pims, serving up a bit of pims, a bit of fruit, a bit of pims, yeah. a lemonade. But. Um, no, I've never got around to it, so I may just do a, a late autumn pims. <laughs> like a hot... Do it with a bit of pumpkin or something. 
Mm. That spiced pumpkin pims. Mm. Oh, that sounds quite good actually. Oh yeah, but pims is uh, alcoholic, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have to drive. Well, we could do. A, we could do. A well, virgin. no, I, 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 to be fair, I, I won't have to drive. Could do a virgin. Could do a poor guys that live far away. Spiced work. pumpkin juice or something in one of them. Yeah. Continue to stay up to date with That Comics Mail on Twitter at That Comics Mail. You can also send us any comments or queries at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com To listen to our previous episodes or to follow us or subscribe you can reach us at SoundCloud, YouTube and iTunes. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the second part of the podcast on Avery Hill. The track for this week was by White Bear and it's called Ohio. You can find White Bear on SoundCloud and Twitter. <laughs>